0: Michael Sregow of The New Yorker said, You've got to respect a comedy that makes light of arson, torture, and murder in these squeamish times. Ethan Anderton of Slash Film said, The movie keeps the spirit of the original series intact, while making it a little more twisted for contemporary viewers. And Angie Arago of Empire Magazine called it, Deliciously sick and delightfully cast. On this episode of Ruined Childhoods, we determine the fate of the Adams Family.
1: Which one will it be? It's the Ruined Childhoods Podcast.
0: Welcome to Ruined Childhoods, the podcast where we talk about your favorite movies and tell Hollywood how to not screw them up if they decide to do something with
1: them. Or maybe your least favorite movies and we try to tell them how to screw them up. <laughs> Think or, about that? Or to unscrew them
0: up. Or just un, unscrew them, just unscrew them. Let's just
1: do some unscrewing.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> before we get to the un- our unscrew of t- of today,
1: well, I I don't know. Oh there's, boy.
0: I don't know. There's that many people that would that would call the uh, the Adams family
1: their least favorite movie. But if if that's the case, write to us ruinedchildhoods at gmail dot com. Yeah, please
0: let us know. Um. Anyway, John. Um. And. But hope you're doing well, having a good week.
1: <laughs> I'm having a pretty good week. a A podcast that I produced that has nothing to do with movies uh, and is the only serious piece of work I've done in the podcasting world so far was nominated Ex- for um, an award. Hold on, all due What's respect,
0: to, all due respect to Louisa
1: to Beaver. Oh, Louisa, De, Louisa to Beavers. <laughs> a goofball uh podcast and actually i'm gonna talk a little bit about um not so much louisa to beaver louisa to beaver is the podcast that i do with my friend louise where we um break down each episode of leave it to beaver looking at it from a 2019 lens so uh there you that, have it yeah but that's gonna come up in a little bit um, okay all right but but why don't we talk about we'll a talk few ab- things that have been going on
0: What's no, up? Let's talk about your um, your current your serious podcasting oh, endeavor, the expansion of the John Richardson podcasting empire. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, it, I did it for my my place of business and uh, nominated for an award. So I'll find out by the time this comes out, I will have found out probably that I have lost. Um, but we will we will see how that goes. It was just a short run four episode situation that um, it, was, it was kind of like a you know. I didn't start it, but I finished it. That kind of situation where, like, somebody got things going and it's like... I didn't start the right, fire, but I put the damn thing out. Yeah, right? It was just kind of like, let's do this right. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, congratulations on the
1: nomination. Oh, thank you. And, so, and hopefully my now congratulations. Well,
0: yeah. And, and also, <laughs> by, the time, by the time anyone is listening to this other than us... Um, it will have been your birthday, so allow me to wish oh, you right. an, an early belated birthday.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Thank you so much. <laughs> I assume um, I'm going
0: to wish you an on-time birthday as well.
1: I think I think you're pretty on top of those things. Just saying. Yeah. Um, but why don't we talk about some some recent reboot news. news. We've got news. Um, you know, the thing is, like, we do record this, quite a bit ahead of time. So what's news to us is going to be pretty old news. Um, I'd be
0: old news to you. Yeah. You might be like yeah. Rambo five. I've been knowing about that for a week.
1: What well, what was the latest Rambo? Was that just John Rambo? It was, well, the, it was initially going to
0: be titled John Rambo. And I think that on some of the DVD and blue, blu, blu- ray releases, it's titled John Rambo. I think in Europe it was released As John Rambo here, it was just called Rambo because I think they were like, that's what people are going to call it anyway. Yeah. And um, have you seen that? Have you seen the
1: the fourth installment? I believe so. I don't remember it, but I don't know. The Rambo movie, the first first blood is a genuinely good movie. Oh, yeah. And the other ones are just like banana town.
0: Yeah, and I, I do at some point want to talk a little bit more about Rambo, about the other Rambo oh, we movies. Will. Um, but Rambo, the fourth Rambo installment, which was, I think, the only one Stallone himself directed, was if you could handle extreme violence and gore, right? It was so over the top. I was
1: really entertained by it. Yeah. All right. I mean, it was so... I remember watching it... By the way, was that an over-the-top reference, or did you just say it to mean over-the-top? I'm really
0: tempted to lie and say I absolutely meant that <laughs> as an over-the-top <laughs> reference, but no, thank you for calling my attention to that. Um, so... I wish I had intended that. <laughs> anyway, the, the fourth Rambo, he goes he he helps um the people being persecuted in Burma. And
1: right, he, he's helping the
0: humanitarian effort by blowing up everyone who's work who's with the military. He he just like I remember this rampage he goes on with this turreted machine gun after he right like Mm -hmm. rips the throat out of the it's an original operator and then he takes it over and it's just stallone going like and he's firing there's an amazing montage in the movie but so i'm i'm actually rambo five last blood in which john rambo takes on a mexican
1: cartel Wait a second. Are you talking about reality or your imagination?
0: I am talking about the film that will be unleashed on screens, um, in September of 2019. At least that's okay. So this is a real thing. Rambo five last blood. Oh my God.
1: I can't believe it.
0: (laughs) It, it will be released in September. There are production photos up on IMDB. Um, And this is going to be the last, the last outing for Sylvester Stallone as John Rambo. And oh, hey, there's a rumored appearance of Mickey Rourke.
1: Oh, okay, fine. I really so this is this is uh, Rambo at the southern border. That's what's going on.
0: Yes, it's Ram. We don't (laughs) wall. Who needs a wall? We've got Rambo.
1: Well. I have a feeling that Sylvester Stallone's politics would uh, well, disagree with, <laughs> with what you've just said. I, anyway, anyway, we're gonna. Aside from one
0: potential other reference, we will stay off the the political track. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, as far as other news goes, I mean, I, I've just seen a few things about casting choices for reboots that, like we've yeah. talked about. Um nothing really. Well, we need to mention we What's
0: did up? see well, we saw some speculation of, from Ron Howard about a sequel to Willow 1988's right. Willow. Totally so, forgot about the, that. The return of yeah. Matt Mardigan,
1: which we which we do need to talk about and we should probably talk about that sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah, I I'm you know, it, no one's committed to anything, but Ron Howard seems to be entertaining the idea at the moment.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, I'll reserve my comments until we take a deeper dive into that one, but uh, yeah,
0: it's been a long time since I've seen Willow. So I think I'll need to same revisit here. it and, yeah. and, you know, see what the uh, possibilities are. And, and also I, I heard that there's an upcoming adaptation and this is weird because it's, A musical adapted from a movie, Sunset Boulevard, and really that Glenn Close will be um, will be reprising her role from the uh, from the Broadway production, the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, um, Sunset Boulevard, and so um, so that's it's not exactly a remake. It's an adaptation of an adaptation,
1: <laughs> right? So this is kind of like was it Hairspray? Yes, hair, so hair, yeah. yeah,
0: Hairspray the movie, exactly. So Hairspray right. the movie, a fantastic performance by John Travolta, by the way, in that as Edna Turnblad,
1: right? But that is a film version of a musical that is a musical version of a movie.
0: That is not originally a musical, correct? The
1: that is John not Waters musical.
0: hairspray and John Waters did not direct the musical. Long story short, they're doing a Sunset Boulevard musical. I'm curious how to is this? Are they expecting that Steven Spielberg's West Side Story is going to kick off a new revival of musical movies?
1: Well, I mean, just judging by. It. The past year, in terms of um, popularity in movies, movies that are centered around music have been doing well. Not necessarily musicals, mm-hmm. but with, I mean, A Star is Born and Bohemian Rhapsody being so successful. Both of which I would not be surprised to see on
0: Broadway soon. It's weird. There's this two-way street between Broadway and live, the world of live theater and the movies
1: well, we're going to be talking about that very soon, because we're True about enough. to, because we're enough. going to be getting into a very um, dense subject matter, which is the Adams yes. family. Yes, dense. So dense, more dense than I ever even realized. I mean, oh. I knew that there was more than just the movie and the TV series, but wow. The history so of the much. Adams
0: family, in fact, is intertwined with our own.
1: Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> uh, Charles Adams, and the yes. two of us, born in the same town.
0: Yes, yes. Um, originally from Westfield, New Jersey.
1: That's right. When I saw that, I was like, "Holy cow! This is going to be a great episode." Had you so you had <laughs> you had not known that previously? It's possible that I've been i had been told it but it never really processed right but having read it while i guess like now actively thinking about these types of things uh Mm. for this podcast it's it clicked more um and also just getting deeper into the history of the adams family and charles adams uh it's been really fascinating um yeah, oh, I have, so wh- uh, tell us. Tell me about it. Well, I mean, well, basically I so I really just wrote down a chronology of all of the Adams family stuff. And I, when I say all of, I'm not even including things like video games and stuff like that. No. Because there's the comic books. Well, I I did make note of the comic books. Um the Adams Family
0: does not exist within the Marvel universe. No, no, no,
1: no, no. no. So, no. um... That's so about all 1930- I researched. <laughs> That's it. Was there a Marvel comic book? No, no I I it. dug deep on that one. So, yeah, I, I Google image searched the comics just to see if there was any uh indication, but such is not the case. No. So, uh... It began as a single-panel comic in The New Yorker in 1938, and what is different about this than what probably a lot of people around our ages would think of The Addams Family, which would have been the movies from the 90s, and maybe a little less so the television series, is that Fester and Gomez are not originally brothers. Fester is originally Morticia's uncle. right. And um, also, Grandmama is uh, Gomez's grandmother in the original comic and television series. Right, whereas it Gomez to right, right, yeah, yeah, switched to Morticia for the the movies in the nineties. Yeah, so we had that then in '64 for two seasons, which was 64 episodes. There was it, an ABC show, and it ran. It ran. Parallel to the Munsters, they came out within weeks of one another. Yeah,
0: I, it wasn't, I've I, i I've always associated the two and I've always wondered, you know, which came, one had to come first and, well, the Adams Family came first in the form of the comics, but I was surprised You know, it was a real see.
1: deep impact Armageddon situation, maybe the original. Yes. I didn't. I'd have to I mean correct me if I'm wrong but uh it may have been the first time that that such a thing happened. Um pick your pick your favorite, pick your sides. Uh but the reason why I was going to be talking about Leave It to Beaver a little bit is because Leave It to Beaver which debuted in 57 I'm wondering if like there were a few years of the, the like wholesome family sitcom and then, it kind of needed something to kind of turn it on its side a little bit. Yeah, and that's how the Adams Family and the Munsters came about. Mm. Uh, the Munsters, which was filmed, you know, in the same lot that you would well, I guess now it's the Universal lot. I don't right. know which it was before, but like the Munsters' house, you can see in some B-roll shots of like exterior shots and Leave it, it to Beaver. So it's like, and it's the same creators too. Um and the Munsters House, as we I believe, also
0: makes an appearance in the summer 1987 Universal Backlot tour video.
1: <laughs> right. Meant that we mentioned in the last episode. Uh it, check yeah. back to that one. Yeah, if you it, yeah. Um, if you've been listening, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, so the um the Adams Family television series, which starred uh John Aston and Carolyn Jones, John Aston being the Non biological father of Sean Aston. Did you not know this? I knew he was the. I thought he was
0: the father of Sean Aston.
1: No, Patty Duke. Sean Aston is Patty Duke's son from a previous relationship that John Aston adopted when they got married. Oh, and then Mackenzie. So Mackenzie is their biological child who you may know from the Facts of Life or the Garbage Pail Kids movie.
0: Yes, or uh, recent seasons of Homeland, actually. he's He's been a very,
1: on. yeah, very
0: active actor. And then Skylar Aston from Pitch Perfect, I think, is of no relation whatsoever. I don't know
1: who that is. Oh, no, he's, yeah, Pitch Perfect. You haven't seen Pitch Perfect? I have, but I'm sorry. I he's the just, guy. I'm not... <laughs> Fair enough. He's the Got guy. Got it. You know? <laughs> sure. Okay. So All right. that ran 64 episodes, which is only two seasons because as I learned from doing Louisa to Beaver, seasons of television shows at that time were like a million episodes long. <laughs> Today, like these days, it's like 10, 13, 23 tops. Yeah. Then it was like, I don't know, maybe 40 episodes a season. It was crazy. Um, Oh, man. And watching. uh, I mean, that series is on Hulu, if anyone's curious to watch it. But just watching like the first episode, it's like, oh, my God, so much of this is used in or referenced in the the movie. In the movie. Right. One. Right away. Right from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You've got, uh, the clipping off of the, the roses, you have the, the well, Fester, the train crash, the train, um, you have mm-hmm. Fester with the light bulb, Fester with the light bulb. That's right. And, and Fester, I what's on, it? keep going. I was just say, I was kind of taken aback by the pitch of Fester's voice in the, uh, <laughs> in the, uh, in the series, um, but well, you know who much played, higher than I you, and you know well, who
0: played fester in the series tell me. so Jackie Coogan mm-hmm. who i I want to say was one of the little rascals um oh. but also um Jackie let me make sure I have this correct is, is Jackie Coogan who was the who played um oh, i'm I'm blanking his name in Superman Superman the movie. The editor, Jackie Coogan. Oh, Perry White. Well, that's very interesting. I, I, I might be making. Oh, he was in the Kid. That's right. He was the Kid with with Charlie Chaplin.
1: Oh, no way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's who he is. Oh, and he is the grandfather of actor Keith Coogan.
1: You know, I was wondering if there was a Keith Coogan connection. Uh, Keith Coogan of "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead" and toy soldiers and both, toy soldiers, that's both right.
0: 1991 releases, along with the Adams Family.
1: Very interesting. Uh, so after the Adams Family TV show on ABC, um, several years later, there the Adams Family. What's up? Totally wrong about the Superman thing, by the way. Sorry, wrong guy. Oh, got it. <laughs> but cool about Keith Coogan. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so fast forward a few years to 1972. The Adams Family makes their first animated appearance in the new Scooby-Doo movies. Um, it's kind of like Scooby-Doo meets The Adams Family. I, I forget oh. the exact title of it. Yeah. And it's the voices of John Aston, Carolyn Jones, Jackie Coogan, and... Ted Cassidy, who is Lurch in the series. Right. Um, yeah, it seems like Ted Cassidy is kind of like, well, pff, I mean, what else am I going to do? <laughs> this is how I look, I guess, and this is how I am. I guess
0: this is my thing. Though um, This is my thing. Karel, um, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Strykin, um, who played Lurch in the film, sure. actually mm-hmm. has, had, has had you know quite a prolific career. Um, yeah, a little bit. Featured in
1: Twin Peaks right and you know Absolutely.
0: You, you see him around
1: <laughs> yeah uh and then uh, shortly after that there was a live action musical variety show pilot called the Adams family funhouse that never went to air um there were the only original cast was Felix Silla, who played cousin It uh for those of you who aren't familiar that's the the hair Monster, <laughs> the, I don't know. the hairball. Yeah, um, John. The, the, is there, uh, wait, uh, is there
0: anywhere where where you could see this
1: thing? <laughs> not I to be confused with thing know.
0: the hand in the Amazon. the hand.
1: Right. Um, not that I could see. I didn't really look
0: too hard for it. This sounds like kind of the type of thing where it's like when you want to show someone like, all right, this is how many drugs people were doing in the 70s. Yeah, had 1973.
1: You,
0: yeah. You just show that and then, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it sounds like that. I don't know if it's that oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, I bet that there was a lot going on that was a little shady. Yeah. Spooky um,
0: and kooky and altogether spooky and kooky. Yeah.
1: Cokie, right? <laughs> uh, so then from 73 to 75, we had the Adams Family animated series. Um, this is when Fester made the switch to being Gomez's brother and Grandmama became Morticia's mother. Okay. So then um, that had the voices of the only continuity there is the voices of Jackie Coogan and Ted Cassidy, and the voice of Pugsley is Jodie Foster. No kidding. No kidding.
0: A two-time Academy Award winner, Jodie Foster.
1: You know, just kind of staying active. Yeah. Keeping keeping those vocal cords going as Pugsley. Um, And then to coincide with this animated series, that's when there was the comic books. Right. Right. It was Gold Key Comics. Uh, Gold Key Comics. Everybody knows Gold Key Comics. There's the... DC, Marvel, and Gold Key cinematic universes. Right? <laughs> there actually is
0: I read that the Gold really? Key properties, which oh, who was there's there were a few when I looked at them and I was like, oh, those they're like the really like cheesy comics. Um, but I saw that I, I forget which studio, but yeah, the 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 rights had been had been purchased. Yeah. Turok. Turok, Turok. Son of Stone. I feel like that's, I think that's the one I remember the most, but they also did Buck Rogers. They did, they, they had a, uh, a King Kong comic. Got it. Okay. Johnny Quest. So you see where I'm going here. They're, they are
1: not, you know, this is not as minor league as they seem. They, they were active, but not, you know, the top dogs. But, let, I mean, I don't know. Maybe at the time they were uh, some of the better ones. Clearly, DC had been around for quite a while. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, uh, then in 77, we have a, a special. It's Halloween with the new Adams Family. And it's uh. most of the original cast from the TV show. And... uh <laughs> Laura, my <laughs> the, so it's wife, the old had Adam's it on family? VHS. Wait, yes, Laura had it on
0: VHS?
1: Yes. Growing How up. How many times did has she seen it? I'm sure she only had like seven VHS tapes, so probably a lot.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and then on. and then we go quite a while until ninety one when we get the Adams Family movie that we are probably most familiar with. Um uh, for most people, in the, it was the introduction of Christina Ricci. Unless you're a big Mermaids fan, yeah. Shout out to Mermaids. I mean, I'm a big Bob, uh, which Bob came Hoskins out just the year before. So, yeah, yeah, right. That came out the year before in mm-hmm. 1990. And uh,
0: what's up? Which, interestingly enough, Cher wanted to play Morticia.
1: I yeah, I read that. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah, I. Uh, I feel like this movie as and we'll come back to all this. I'm just going to kind of run through everything quickly, but as great as the performances are in this movie, Christina Ricci probably stood out the most. Just absolutely amazing. I, it, Especially when we come to Adam's Family Values in 93. That's yes. when like yes. Yes, definitely, but
0: yeah, and it's it's hard to to really call a standout in the Adams family everybody seems so perfectly cast mm-hmm. and everything it's one of those it's one of those movies where everything the stars align properly mm-hmm. the style yeah. is right the look is and this was the first film directed by Barry Sonnenfeld who Correct. Had, was a cinematographer. Oh, I don't know. For let's see, the Cohen brothers. He did *Miller's mm-hmm. Crossing*, *Raising Arizona*, *Blood Simple*. Um, he he did. He went on to do *Men in Black*, uh, *Wild Wild right. West*, uh, um, *Get Shorty*. Another one of my favorites. But but he just had the right style It was the right style, the right lighting. And yeah. the performances are just so what one- they're,
1: they're completely committed. Everyone in they're it is completely committed. Yeah. And they also do something a little different from the television series. You know, they kind yes. of make it their own. Raul Julia, oh my God. The- it's amazing. He was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Um, and with after Adams telling, I mean, he died in ninety four. Yeah, Adams values is ninety three. So it's like he did Street what Fighter. What a great note to end on! Right, Street well, Fighter. Street, Street, Street Fighter right. was, I think, the note
0: he ended on. Um, well, we can all forget but, about
1: that. Most people have no, but I think
0: if we and Raul Julia I had such a, a career before the Adams family, mm-hmm. um, Kiss of the Spider Woman, uh, right. Moon Over Parador, you know he worked for a long time. But first of all, I think he, he had said that, uh, Gomez Adams was his favorite role mm-hmm. that he loved. He loved that like kids would recognize him as
1: Gomez. And, and yeah, not a g- lot of kids watching kiss of the spider woman. I don't think.
0: <laughs> no, I, I, I guess not. No, it's not a big like sleepover movie, not for kids yeah. at least. Um, so yeah, it's, it's so signature and they put, they put their, they didn't just make it their own. They really put their mark on the Addams family. And I think we're really respectful to the legacy
1: and
0: mm-hmm. we're, but very much set apart. I mean, even the theme, the iconic Adams family theme, another one of those theme songs that people know. That's how Chloe, that's my, my daughter who's four and a half. she, learned the days of the week with the Adams Family. So days of the week, days of the no week. No way. Yeah. <laughs> there's Sunday and there's Monday. There's Tuesday and there's Wednesday. There's Thursday and there's Friday. And then there's Saturday.
1: Days of the week. Yeah. Oh, they, were, they were right about Wednesday. That's for sure. <laughs> there's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, that's really cool. But also yeah. I feel like the movie The Addams Family it had a score that in certain moments would reference the theme song, but like mm-hmm. stood on its own. Only really towards the end. Mm-hmm. It yeah. there's just a little hint of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very subtle and it's yeah, it's very it's tasteful. Uh so, but in between the Addams Family and Addams Family values, we had the Addams Family, the animated series. Uh, picking up on the success of the Adams Family movie, which, in which uh, John Aston is a voice again, and then we have Rip Taylor as Fester and Carol Channing as Grandmama. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this, but I want <laughs> that to crazy? know more. <laughs> there's, I'm telling you, there's so much Adams Family stuff out there. But speaking
0: and, of, you know, sorry, we're running through all the Uncle Festers with even mentioning the Christopher Lloyd who oh my god does, Christopher Lloyd when you really look at at his those signature roles which my god he's got I would say 3 of them <laughs> at least four if you got sure. Reverend Jim on Taxi um Doc sure. brown
1: mm-hmm. fest
0: mm-hmm. fester adams
1: mm-hmm. and um oh I mean I I feel like I associate him with certain things that he that he just stuck out to me in like uh the Dennis the Menace movie I feel like he's all I really remember he was the like villain in that one oh I don't yeah know, there's just like there's just he is such a he's he sticks on you oh Judge Doom
0: Judge Doom in Who Framed Judge Roger Doom? Rabbit mm-hmm. but he he's so it's so easy for him and I know it's like yes he you know, had costume and prosthetics for Fester and for judge doom and for doc Brown, but he can, he, he really does have that ability to disappear into the role. And and I think it's true of everyone in the Adams family
1: movie. Well, yeah. I mean, his uncle Fester is just, it's perfect. And it's different. It is different because, you know, I read a lot of the, or I, I, I don't know, can, yeah, yeah. I read a lot of the old comics, Adam's Family comics, and mm-hmm. the Fester in those definitely, I think, is more similar to the um, the original television series. Mm-hmm. Fester, I don't know, I feel like I get the same vibe from them. Um, and, and I don't know if it has to do with the plot of the 91 Adam's Family movie, because... He is so like is he or isn't he actually Uncle Fester?
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's but, it's a little uh <laughs> But he's a little money.
1: Yeah, but but even going into Adam's family values, he's a little bit more reserved and um kind of shy and weird. Not weird in like a obvious way, but like I don't know. Well, he's
0: because in Adam's Family Values, he has the you know he falls for Debbie, the the nanny who's played by Joan Cusack. Oh my God, she's it's such against it's it's the casting is so against type, but so right on.
1: The okay, the thing that's one of the thing one of the things because there's so there's so many great things about it, but one of the great things about Adam's Family Values is that. One of the like big ca- memorable characters in it is not even an Adams. It's it's Deb.
0: <laughs> well, I there are a lot of memorable ca- characters in Adams Family Values who aren't Adams's. The um, well,
1: it's also I, maybe the first time we all saw David Crumholtz. David Crumholtz, yeah. The uh, I love, love the, I love the Wednesday. line. Yeah, and I love the line where he's like. I'll never forget you. And she's like, Really? And he's like, You're too weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the perfect um, match for, for Wednesday. Probably Christina Ricci's first on screen kiss. Probably. But uh, Christine Baranski. That's right. As the,
1: um, and Peter as, McNichol. Yeah. The camp counselors. Uh huh. Gary and Becky. <laughs> oh, my God. It's. It's so good. It's such a brilliant idea to send them to sleepaway camp. But also, there's like so much other stuff that goes on in that movie. The whole Fester storyline well, with Deb. It, and you know, the sleepaway camp idea goes back to the
0: comics. Does it really? Yeah, that yeah that that goes all the way back to the comics. It was there were really uh, some Charles Adams comics where yeah it was Pugsley and Wednesday go to sleepaway camp or go to they go to camp.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about the 91 Adams Family movie, there's a reference to and a photograph of um, Gomez and Fester at Camp Custer when they were children. That's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. So
1: there is a history of Sleepaway Camp. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But moving on, in 98, we have Adams Family Reunion, oh, straight yeah. to video follow up. With Tim Curry as Gomez and Daryl Hannah as Morticia, and um, we've also got uh, Ed Begley Jr. and the the late Kevin McCarthy, yeah, who's uh, who was wonderful you... in Inner Space and UHF. Oh yeah, great, wonderful uh,
0: B movie actor who became a great villain in in eighties eighties
1: movies, <laughs> in weird eighties movies. Yes. And you know growing up i always saw him and i was like oh that's the that's the bad guy but then i think about him and i'm like oh that guy was in like chose to be in these crazy weird movies and by playing that role like you can tell that this guy is just game for oh yeah getting weird yeah yeah uh so so then from 98 to 99 you have something called the new adams family I forget what that was. As soon as Um, I hear
0: the new in front of, like if it's a TV show, and it it just tells me, oh, this is not going to, like, you know, New Coke, same thing, you know.
1: (laughs) Right. So then in 2010, there was an intended stop motion version based on the original drawings that was going to be produced by and possibly directed by Tim Burton, but that got squashed in 2013.
0: Who was the original director of the ninety one? Tim was Burton he the, was
1: actually the original director.
0: Tim Burton was going to direct. Um, he didn't do it, not because Johnny Depp was too young to play Gomez, but <laughs> that was the first thing I thought was I was like, oh, why? Because he couldn't. They wouldn't let him cast Johnny Depp as Gomez, which Johnny Depp did for like I think Johnny Depp had a window where he would have been a great Gomez, but yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> now, now. No, thank you.
0: Oh no, no, no. Um, um, but yeah, Tim Burton was gonna. There's, it's, it's, uh, and one of the writers on it was a freak Carolyn Thompson. A freak did she one. do Edward
1: Scissorhands? Yes.
0: Yeah. And yeah. the other writer, um, I don't have his name in front of me right now. I feel bad. Um, but the other <laughs> writer of the Adams it's Family okay, Dan, screenplay. Nobody's listening.
1: The other writer of the Adams Family screenplay uh, was one of the writers on Beetlejuice got it see i mean that totally works and i think i even read somewhere that like people thought that tim burton directed the adams family i mean yeah. it just has that feel to it but you, i mean knowing tim burton's style it would have you would have seen a lot more weird trees i think
0: larry wilson there we go larry wilson
1: larry wilson yeah no no, no. but um, barry
0: sonnenfeld was a great uh choices no. director for both films and I'm I'm very glad he did the sequel as well. But yeah. now but now there is I guess oh you're going to bring us up to the to the present.
1: Well, not even cuz in 2010 let's talk about the Broadway musical starring Nathan right. Lane as Gomez and BB Newworth as Morticia. Yeah. Great great
0: casting. I which you know man I missed it when it was on Broadway. I I I
1: still haven't seen it. I believe It's coming back. I think it went away and is coming back. Something like that. I'm not positive.
0: Yeah. They did it at the school where I teach
1: a couple of years ago. Yeah. I didn't see it. I wasn't there then. So that's true. So um, before I bring us to the present, I'll just quickly mention um, in 1992, there was a, a fantastic pinball game based on Adam's family. There yes. were at least four books. Uh, the Adam's family the, from the 90s uh, promoted the Honda Odyssey in Japan and uh, M&M's Dark Chocolate in the United States. And uh, certainly everyone will remember how they appeared in the MC Hammer video for Adam's Groove.
0: They do what they want to do, say what they want to say, yep. be how they wanna be, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, kick and they slap a from the Adams
1: family. <laughs> and let's not forget at the end when they're just like too legit Adams family.
0: That's right.
1: Uh, I remember
0: I, I remember Hammer being on Saturday Night Live and Christina Ricci right. and and I think Jimmy Workman, who played Pugsley. Yeah. Introduced. Right. And Hammer.
1: Jimmy and Jimmy Workman. Is the older brother of Ariel Winter for Modern Family? What? <laughs> she would have been a good Wednesday
0: at a certain point. Eh, like maybe early, I don't know. early Modern Family years.
1: Like she would have. Yeah, right.
0: She could pull that off.
1: Anyway, so yeah. so now bringing it up to this year, we are going to have a reboot, an animated film with uh, Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace, Chloe Grace Moretz, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Nick Kroll as Fester, Bette Midler as Grandmama, Allison Janney, and Elsie Fisher from Mm 8th Grade. What a cast. Yeah. And if you look at the artwork, I mean, just from like the poster, you can see it looks a lot like the early, like the original drawings. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about it, too. I mean, what a cast. Honestly. Great cast. And most of that
0: cast, especially I would say Oscar Isaac and Charlize Theron, if you were going to do a live action, which I, I think the animation and I think this style of animation is one hundred percent the way to go. But I could even I can picture Oscar Isaac. So even knowing mm-hmm. that it's Oscar Isaac doing the voice, I could see him as Gomez. I could see well, Charlize we-
1: Theron. Did we not talk about Oscar Isaac as Gomez Adams in another episode? I feel like we did. <laughs> did I dream that? We Was might that have just dream? had that conversation in life without the it's m- possible. microphones on. I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, I'll put Oscar Isaac in anything. He's wonderful. Um, Oscar
0: Isaac in Credence and you got a movie.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, there you go. No, but uh, th- that one is actually coming and uh, I agree with it i feel like because this property has such a rich history Mm -hmm. it can't ruin a childhood no because if somebody's like oh the adams family no my childhood is ruined it's like the adams family is a movie version of a tv show like it is a remake I mean,
0: uh, well, it's just, it's a re, like when you say reboot, it really is, it's just, it's taking the property and giving it a new life and breathing new life into it and saying, you know, okay, and now it's time for this generation and we're going to give, you know, for, for us, it was Raul Julia and Angelica Houston and they were amazing Mm -hmm. and they were so amazing that the only way with that, even in, not so recent memory, going back to 1991 and 1993, it, they still, like, that's the legacy. So yeah, taking it in this direction
1: is a great way to add to that legacy. I think so, too. um Doesn't mean that I don't have a couple of ideas. <laughs> what are your ideas? <laughs> so one idea... Is to um to have a a sequel, like an official sequel, not like a Daryl Hannah Tim Curry sequel, but an actual sequel with Adult Wednesday, Christina Ricci. Okay. Maybe just following her. Maybe she's, you know, not with the family anymore because well, for obvious obvious reasons she can't be with Gomez. I mean, certainly Angelica Houston can reprise her role, but like Maybe she's just like gone off and she's started her own Adams family, or she's, I don't know, making Girl Scout cookies. She's a designer. <laughs> she could be. What if she, she like, could be? All of like
0: all of a sudden, what if we follow Wednesday through all of a sudden goth becomes really big and someone sees Wednesday and yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> My uh it's the devil My she other, becomes I, it's
0: it's like the devil wears Prada. The
1: the yeah, right. <laughs> um, ooh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I like that. My other thought would be to do a prequel and this would be Fester and Gomez at Camp Custer.
0: Yeah, a Fester and Fester and Gomez the early years type yeah. prequel. Yeah. I think that could be fun. I think that I mean that could be fun as a movie, that could be fun as as a series.
1: Or or a podcast i don't know why not <laughs> featuring it's this two pod- of us yeah know.
0: fester and gomez talk well you know uh too bad you don't have your mustache I- i'm bald so. and it's a
1: it's an it's an audio format it's fine Yeah,
0: <laughs> john's got a mustache so,
1: so i don't know i uh, would did you have any thoughts about what you might do i mean what i would
0: do, what i would like to do is i think a pre- i think a prequel makes sense i i i think a prequel makes sense because it's not it's not a story that's been told before um and you could do that and we know morticia didn't meet gomez until later on so mm-hmm. you can you can build up and you get the you know the misadventures of the Adams boys you could meet the you know, their parents are depending on which way you go. Grandmama. Sure. Or no, I guess you have to keep it with Fester as Gomez's brother. So, yeah.
1: Well, another thing to consider is, so we know in the the 91 Adams family movie that, uh, Fester has disappeared after a fight with Gomez, Mm -hmm. uh, about, uh, the Siamese twins, Flora and Fauna. Flora and Fauna, yeah. So, right. bring Flora and Fauna back. Maybe that's <laughs> the 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 conflict that happens, and things end in an ambiguous way. Perhaps you even have Fester's adventures in the Bermuda Triangle. So a Fester spinoff. So, so I think so
0: spinoffs, some prequel, a, a, yeah. a prequel, and what about Morticia? Get a, get a story about Morticia. Sure. So I think, yeah, I agree with you. I think a prequel would be really, would be fun. A Fester and Gomez prequel would be fun. I think a Wednesday, <laughs> I'm almost seeing it as like an HBO, <laughs> like <laughs> in the format of, of like, like an HBO series. Almost. Yeah. But it's just about Wednesday Adams in her adult life and how she's.
1: <laughs> Maybe she's a, uh, a famous fight choreographer, you know, the, the scene in, uh, Adam's family where, uh, she and Pugsley are, uh, doing the school talent show. That's amazing. I love that. It is amazing. So much blood. Yeah. It's so, so much. great.
0: So much. And, you know, sp- you know, going back to performances though, in the original, the thing is that, yeah, the performances are so iconic. It's hard to think of anybody else, but, they added some characters and the character of uh, Tully Alford the Tully. Law- the scheming lawyer Dan Hedaya, mm-hmm. who's so much fun uh in movies <laughs> in general yes
1: <laughs> but- he's wonderful um i f- i f- i'm blanking on the name of the actress who plays his wife Oh, is it carol baker that sounds right you tell me, but I love how she yeah. ends up with cousin It. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dana Ivy.
0: Dana Ivy. Dana Ivy. Yeah, she ends up with cousin It, and she comes back and Adams family so values is married to, right. to cousin It. Yeah, so good. I love, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I, <laughs> I'm interested. I really couldn't think of of anything. New. I really couldn't think of any n- new ideas. This, but I mean, this Wednesday Adams as an adult <laughs> idea it would be it would be an interesting way to go.
1: I mean, Christina Ricci has always been great. I uh, I feel like she's kind of been in the shadows for a while. She had that one TV series. I forget. It was on some cable network. It's something with the Z, I don't know.
0: I remember she did, I remember a film from, I think it was 98 called The Opposite of Sex that she was in. Yeah. And I remember it was a big, because it was like, she was definitely not playing like. Well, she was
1: in Black Snake, Black Snake Moan. Oh,
0: right, Black Snake Moan. Oh, she was in Speed Racer. I forgot she was Z, in Speed Racer. Z
1: the beginning of everything is the show where she was Zelda oh, Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah. right. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, but she's she's great. I really I've always I've always enjoyed Christina Ricci and She was I, on the show
1: Pan Am
0: briefly. Oh, right. Yeah. And yeah. she was in that movie Penelope, which I've never seen but I've I've heard is is really great. Right.
1: So yeah, she's she's just around, but I feel like, you know, Wednesday Adams might be her most iconic role.
0: And if why not just kind of
1: lean into it, return? If, if
0: she would be willing to come back to it, then yeah, I would I would certainly welcome that.
1: Yeah, uh, although watching her in the MC Hammer music video for Adams Groove, she looks so much like she doesn't want to be there um so well, all right so we'll, we'll put that in the contract like no more <laughs> hammer videos no more hammer videos <laughs> like, um, i think we
0: can make good on that
1: <laughs> yeah so before we move on to um talking about what we're going to do on the next episode we have another email from our buddy french fry phil hey phil <laughs> uh so this is coming off of our uh, jaws episode from uh, last week uh All phil right. says and i he had mentioned to to us that he appreciated the email shout out so i'm assuming it's okay that i do another one but phil says jaws was great but i think you guys forgot one epic idea for a crossover sequel and a podcast callback Mayor Vaughn's nephew and namesake, Larry Wilson, is the current mayor of Amity. Isn't Larry Wilson the name of one of the writers from the Adams family? Yes. Can you just say that? The one who worked on Here. Beetlejuice. Crazy. Uh, yeah, Mayor Vaughn's nephew and namesake, Larry Wilson, is the current mayor of Amity. Not sure of the plot details, but at some point, Larry and Richard Parker thaw out Chief Brody's cryogenically frozen body to battle the shark or appease the town. Perhaps only Ellen knew he died. And there you have Jaws 5 weakened at Brody's. (laughs) Wow. Phil, we got to get you on this podcast, like, for real.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah.
1: French fry Phil's corner. (laughs) The fry box.
0: That's yeah. Oh, I'm digesting that. I, I'm I had not read the, uh, that email
1: and (laughs) weekend at Brody's. Wow. All right. Weekend at Brody's is so good. Um, somebody, I feel like also commented on one of our Instagram posts about, um, something about having Adrian Brody playing Brody, (laughs) something like that.
0: In the, in, in Brody, the early years. Sure. Yeah. Why Adrian not? Brody as Brody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd buy it. Why not? How about Brody Stevens? So, Dent.
1: Dan- yeah. Oh. Rest in peace, Brody Stevens. I'm sorry. I and also to- uh, Luke Perry. That's oh. recent news from when we're recording this. That's a big bummer. We we definitely have to talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Yeah. 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 I- definitely at some point Buffy the Vampire Slayer but yeah sad news about both Brody Stevens and Luke Perry
1: yeah um so Dan do you want to uh tell everyone what we're going to do on the next episode
0: okay so on the next episode we are going to go back to one of our our family Christmas movies (laughs) was it really I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm fairly certain that that we did see this at the. We saw at the Cranford Twin. I think it was a, a Christmas movie. Twins, Ivan Reitman Born to be bad. Yeah, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Danny DeVito.
1: So excited about this! I, uh, I can't wait to rewatch it because it's been a while. Yeah, um, it's a a very. Uh oh my god, who was it? I think it's an early appearance of Heather Graham. Is it now? I didn't know that. We could okay. talk about this on the yeah. next episode. Okay, well, yeah, when I yeah. when I check that out. All right. Yeah. So uh one one quick thing though. I don't believe we talked about one of the things that we do talk about sometimes, which you just mentioned for twins. Do you remember The circumstances under which you first saw the 91 Adams Family movie.
0: How did this not come up? Um, (laughs) You know, I don't, I'll be honest with you. I do, I have a recollection of seeing at least one of them at the movie theater in downtown Union, Union, New Jersey, which... Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminded me of some casting news. The Sopranos prequel just added Ray Liotta to their to their cast. Ray oh, Liotta of okay. Union, New Jersey. There so, you go. Yeah. So I remember seeing at least one of them there. I I possibly both of them. I think I'm. I I yeah. I don't remember exactly. I know I saw them both in the theater, but I don't remember I, the circumstances as clearly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I did too. I,
1: i That seems very familiar to me. I want to say
0: I that I, I. Sorry to interrupt. I want to say that mm-hmm. we saw Adam's Family Values. I feel like I remember that I that it was you, me, Scott, and Jeff Rubin.
1: <laughs> Scott, who you heard two episodes ago in the last yeah. Starfighter, and Jeff Rubin. Uh, who you might know from the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin Show podcast, uh, also early college humor stuff. Um, but that information would not be surprising.
0: I feel like I remember a
1: Meryl Rubin car ride to and from <laughs> that movie. Oh, a white Acura car ride to uh, the movie theater? I <laughs> Probably listening to Weird Al on, on the way. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without it uh, well if you have any thoughts about um, The Adams Family or any of the other uh, movies that we talked about in the past you can email us at ruinedchildhoodspod at gmail.com if you also would like you can um, like record a voice memo and email that to us if you want us to play that on the on the podcast that'd be pretty cool too
0: yeah we can do that we can do that yeah i don't, whatever it is we can do it we'll we'll try <laughs> okay dan John. you got
1: any you got anything else
0: uh no i I don't at the moment I, the well is dry um <laughs> i'm oh you know what i do i will say one more one thing because I've been showing in in at work. Uh, I do want to recommend a film, and this is on a serious note. I want to recommend Documentary the 13th. Um, I, it's been around now. It was released on Netflix in 2016. Mm-hmm. I've been showing it to students, and it it's an incredibly impactful film that doesn't... It's not just something that you watch. It's something that makes you... Makes you think about the the world we live in, and mm. so I want to want to recommend that to anyone out there who's looking to know more. And
1: yeah,
0: it's a powerful. All right,
1: film. well, well, uh, then I will put in a recommendation that people watch Twins.
0: Watch twins. If you watch the 13th, watch twins at, right after because you will right. need something.
1: That's your homework for the week.
0: Yeah. All right, <laughs> homework assigned.
1: All right, well,
0: John, I look forward to chatting with you on the next episode about twins. Right. They do what they to do, say what they to say, live how they to live. Play how they
1: to play dance, how they to they step do say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, kick and they're never afraid. family. Now I was cool, cool, you know, and just kickin' it around the house. What a knock, a knock, a knock, and a voice, Yo, can have 'em come out.